Welcome back, everybody, to the next episode of Coffee with Specs and Bryce. I am back in the original area. No, uh, no, well, I mean, that picture is still there. But no, uh, no door behind me. Just back to it. No headset either. And no, uh, no random background. Yeah, I mean, the headset's here. I can always use it if we miss it. I mean... We're going to get tons of comments on this one be like, being like, hashtag bring back the headset. It was awful. <laughs> the bring, audio bring wasn't too bad. Huh? It wasn't. No, you, at least you were intelligible. Unlike when we had Jake on and he was on his laptop and like. Can't between the camera. At of, least you could see of, me. Yeah. No, we could see you. We could hear you well enough. Both of which uh, Jake was <laughs> iffy sometimes. So. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? Which isn't which isn't Jake's fault. He's not set up for this kind of thing. <laughs> There's a little bit more to talk about today. We got Lakers. We got Emily the Show being stupid. We got the Angels being stupid. So uh, I guess we'll start with the video game stuff and kind of work our way down. Kind of like we usually do, right? I guess so. Anything special you're doing? Well, we're start. We're playing Valheim together off stream. Yeah, I mean. Well, pretty much exclusively off stream, it seems like, but uh, no, nah, it's good times. It's uh, I, I've enjoyed that you're actually enjoying yourself with this one instead of like Terraria, where you're kind of like falling asleep in my chair, enjoying yourself. It's uh, a little easier to figure it out with Valheim with certain things, uh, although I do still think Terraria in a lot of ways is more accessible. Valheim just one when with Valheim if you have someone who knows what they're doing it's pretty accessible with Terraria it's accessible if you don't have someone who knows what they're doing it's also accessible if you have someone who knows what they're doing but mm -hmm. Valheim becomes exponentially more accessible when you have somebody who's like aware your mic you you went out again on your mic I, I uh, can you hear me yeah it's like yours is doing what mine did, where it's like you're not talking into it directly sometimes. Here. I'll go like right here. There you go. <laughs> right up into my mouth. Okay, maybe not that close. How about this? That's probably better. That's that's where we'll sit. <clears throat> Anyways. No, um, yeah, no, Valheim off stream. I, uh, I think you have it on this is gonna this is random. I think you have it on the wrong setting back here with that knob. I don't know if you can see mine. No, it's fine. Oh, I have it on the third one. Where it kinda like funnels it towards your face. No, that one uh this one works. I forget what the what's wrong with that pattern for me, but I need it like right here. Yeah, that's oh, I think that that's one's this one. I'm gonna look. I've, I've I've looked it up in the past, and like this one shuts out the volume for when like my girls are like just talking. It it's only when they start screaming that. I thought that sounds really dark. Um, which one is it? I use the butt. Yeti. Yeah. Oh, I just talk into it because it's oh, I have it like I have it in front. That's why. Because it works better for me to have it like, like 
right there because that's where I like to have it. Mine, mine is bi-directional, so that means either side can go uh, into it. I had the super cardioid, which is like the front. I have the Maybe front. Could... Does this sound much different? No. It probably wouldn't because there's no other noise besides. All, all, the only difference between this one and the other one was the other one might pick up more noise coming from over here. But it mm. won't pick up a ton of noise coming from that direction. Mm. This one is pick up all noise here, very little noise here. I don't know. It's so, the one I use works for me, but I have like no other audio like talk. I think I also set the setting before I had uh before I had uh what's it called? Um I had this setting set before I had a mic holder oh, thing. Oh, that might that might be it. So it was <laughs> like a matter of like giving myself a little bit more leeway. Probably. So all I know is I think one day I was just kind of like, I did like an OBS test and I was just like, I turned it to like mm. different settings and was like, which one sounds the best? Gotcha. And stuck with the one that worked. Gotcha. So Valheim. So <laughs> Valheim, you, you, you're enjoying Valheim. That's, that's a good thing, right? That and Power Washer. Power Washer Simulator. That's been <laughs> fun to watch. I got to finish up that backyard from hell. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta give us more, more fast forwarded content of you. Because uh, <laughs> it seemed like it just took forever. Oh uh, yeah, Good those, those levels you, take forever. You also have outpaced any of my Mario Maker content on YouTube with one video. <laughs> I have, haven't I? <laughs> I, I think literally all my content. Including uh -huh. that first video that like was the one that started the channel off. So uh -huh. I just need more clickbaity titles, apparently. Well, I mean, the title's not clickbaity; it's accurate. You're the one who said, "Well, no, 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 no." I know, I know, but you're the one who said it was specifically designed to sound like, um, what's his name? Did I rip off Ludwig? Did I yank into his Ludwig? Yes. yes. Will I do it again? Absolutely. Yeah, no, what's your, so it's the, my thing says 55 views for your Miami your content. Uh, yeah, 55, 5, and 2. Been a nice, and it's been a nice week of content. My most recent one was, my most <laughs> recent one was 36. Um, no, my, my top one, my, my original one, which is gained a few views recently i think from people who've come over from the stream has 59 views it's been a nice uh week of content for spectacles gaming television i need to i need to start just recording lots of mario content because i think that's where i could build my youtube channel just like how that's where i've built my twitch channel i think they could feed each other and i also need to actually like flesh out my discord because i have one mm -hmm. but i just need to flesh it out because yeah your most popular video is escape from Fwomp, which is 59 views well yeah you're talking about my most popular non 
Rocket League April <laughs> Fool's video. Well, I outpaced That's... that too with two with two video with yes, another video. Yes. You had already outpaced all my videos before this this one, but yes, this one is definitely. Yeah, I think. Let me see. My most popular video is. Do I need to do I need to do what I did with uh JD Mart- and be like and be like teach me your ways. It's specs. JD Martinez Rakes video from a couple of years ago, but the MLB the show twenty three no sell issue. It's gonna pick it up speed there. I think your I think the algorithm likes your channel as the part of the thing. Maybe. <laughs> I think I think the the uh, increased amount of content that's probably and, got a lot uh, to do with the it. Views the views. Well, what what's happening for you? And it's good. And it's because of your hard work. Um, I'm not. I'm not like. Hopefully, this doesn't sound like jealousy or anything. But um, but um, but it, I think it has two things. Is you you've created a couple of videos like that one MLB video or uh, mm-hmm. MLB the show video. That, that have had like that are topical that are you know mm-hmm. recent and aware so people are watching it just yep. like my rocket league video and so between that and the <laughs> fact that you're uploading regularly youtube tends to like that and so they're starting to you know people search mario maker and they're like and youtube's like oh hey here's a good one of our good cha- you know content creators mm-hmm. put him up in there sort of thing so yeah Maybe. Well, it's the more maybe topical. I need to, maybe I need to start to, when I do viewer levels, just be like, just like break the record on all the levels that I do. And then just be like, I set world records on all the viewer levels. <laughs> I set world record, world record, world record. I set, you know. I, I set and broke multiple world records. But no, it's fine. My, my focus has been more on Twitch, and I really do need to show the YouTube side some love. I was showing it more love at the beginning of my Twitch time because I was doubling up between, for the Hogwarts Legacy content, I was doubling up between Twitch and YouTube because mm-hmm. I wanted to really push it. And so for a while there, I was, like, super active, and then I dropped because mm-hmm. Twitch became easier for me to do. Yeah, it happens. But oh yeah, your YouTube content's going good. You're you're starting to actually get more regular on uh, Twitch too. So regular, so, or, or we're we're gonna get we're gonna get like Specs, the mega famous streaming, YouTubing, gaming gamer of all time. Yeah, yeah, coming soon. To, Whatever that means. Coming to a channel near you. Uh, so speaking of topical, I guess I should explain why a video mine popped off with 400 views in three days. I guess we say popped off, but like for us, like in terms of like the content we've created, 400 is popping off. Well, I think I was one of the few creators that actually touched on it. Yeah. Um, I don't think anyone necessarily... else did or if somebody or if somebody did like I see a couple other guys like one other guy did but I don't think I think his 
Uh, maybe uh, I guess somebody else did. Uh, it looks like what some I, people are, but it's a lot I of like people similar like my boat where it's just like it's annoyances. Um, but so let me explain this. I know a lot of people who the five people who do watch this probably don't play. So only the show had. So the the base issue here is this. Only the only the show has a competitive mode and then a separate mode that's battle royale we have to go 12 and 0 to get exclusive rewards for it and if you go 12 and 0 you get a certain pack that has has a choice of 399s in it and because this is insanely hard to do it's ridiculously hard to do to be to go 12 and 0 in any any session or 12 and 1 it's ridiculously difficult so to help kind of prevent this artificial scarcity and like backlog of buy orders for cards. They introduced a couple years ago, a program for it where they added more cards to it along the way. And if you hit a certain threshold, you got one of the cards for free just for kind of like trying, you know, just whether you're going, Six and oh, four and oh, whatever. As long as you kept trying, you were eventually gonna get the card. And this card you could ultimately sell on the marketplace or try it. If you didn't like it, sell it, try out a new one, what have you. All of a sudden, flash forward to 23, and the th everything's different. There's 99s, they're doing seasons now. So every season's condensed to about two months, and it's a lot shorter now. What ultimately happened, I think, with season one. Card prices didn't really hit that high for BR season one. Cards they picked were bad. Um, they weren't any household names. They were a Bob Feller, Eddie Matthews, and Greg Vaughn. Not really names for setting, that are going to set the world on fire. So a lot of people either A, weren't doing it, or B, got it and were just sort of like, eh, I'm going to sell it. Not a whole lot, to, not a reason to keep it. Season two comes in, all the card, they haven't changed it to a no sell pack. The cards still remain the same. On the the cards changed for Ken Griffey, Jorge Posada, and I forget who the pitcher was offhand. Um, but on the other side, their competitive mode, um, that one three rewards were a hundred uh, Gunnar Henderson, Lou Gehrig, and an Eric Gagne. That became no sell, but that kind of made sense. It sort of was weirdly easy, so I think the adjustments are going on for that. But in terms of the other program, BR, it's a very dumb choice. Now, I'm going to explain both sides of this argument, but ultimately it's a bad choice. And I'm gonna, here's why it's a bad choice. You're taking away the player who can't play all the time, and you're taking away their choice. You're basically saying... You can't do any of this card. You're just going to lock it in because you didn't. You We pitied system you into getting it. Now, when I say pity system is I always take these games, whether it's Madden, 2K, MLB, NHL, they're gotcha games. Their entire method is for you to spend your steps, pull packs, and keep pulling packs until you get the card you want or spend real money to get steps to buy the card. That's what they want you to do. When it comes to pity systems that are in these games, Generally, it's to get one copy. Now, in gotcha games, you generally need multiple copies, so one copy doesn't really hurt them. For them, for them with the show, it kind of does. Because 
if you're getting one card and you're getting that card and getting 150k stubs, 200k stubs for one card, you're just kind of, you know, it's an endless system. Which is they're them trying to like can you know condense down. On the flip side, that is exactly how good players top one percent make all their steps is they'll just play BR and flip these hundred and fifty thousand dollars step cards every time they can. And people can view it on Twitter, they do it on Twitch. There's plenty of guys who are like twenty five and oh already twenty five flawless runs already. So this decision is very, very stupid because all it's doing is punishing everyone else and still leaving the still leaving the top echelon of players who were hilariously complaining about us to begin with and got hit with a lot of flack on Twitter and Reddit who I think deserve it for standing up to it. And also too, on the back end, every content creator who has a deal with SDS all of a sudden ran to the DMs to talk to themselves because none of them have the balls or stones to tell SDS that what they did was stupid. And for that, that is a very dumb choice for any of you idiots who want, who end up settling upon this shame on you for want, not wanting to ruin your connection with them over something that didn't need to be done only to benefit a very select few. I get it. You don't want to ruin your connections with them, but at some point you can't just be sitting back and say, well, let it play out. No, because the minute you let it play out, it turns into Madden. And despite everyone saying, well, it's not Madden because Madden was pack focused. This is step one is taking away things that are free to play, regardless of it being pity or something else, making it more grind to 99 is no longer a thing now. With this first step, you're entering an era where it's going to be a lot more pay to win. And hilariously, looking back on it, I'm going to wrap this up here in a sec, is until today, the highest card they gave away for free was the 97. And this, all the 99s are now stuck behind 50K step, 50K packs. I don't even guarantee you a 99, or you have to do a lot of grinding and competitive play. If this is where we're headed, you're going to see a very weird, interesting sort of turn about here. And it's not one that's going to be helpful to anyone other than really good players. So your player base, if you're doing this already, you're going to have a very pissed off player base going into 24 who might not even pick up your game. I'm done. Okay. By the way, uh, while while you were ranting, uh, Boniac hit a, a triple mm. to, uh, to drive home, uh, to drive home, uh, what, what Neto. I'm really glad. I'm really glad Jimmy Herjit's gonna get the win. Jimmy Jimmy Glitch is that what we call him? I'm really glad he's getting the win and not Zach and not uh, Reed Detmers who earned it. Oh, and then and then uh, Moniac ran straight home on a ball, hit straight to third. So, Fire but I mean that's kind of a no. It's kind of a no winning. No winner's thing. Anyways, sorry. Um, I got distracted by the Angels game. But they're tied, so. Um, anywho, so. Um, no comments, questions? No, no, no. no. I, I was trying to collect my thoughts. Um, yeah, no, no. It's definitely, I think, I think it's the problem with a lot of video games nowadays. It's just too bad that that so many game developers are going the EA route of of play to win, um, mostly because EA gets away with it, and EA doesn't gamers let them get away with it. I don't think no, EA no, no, gets... they receive they receive bad they receive bad press for it. 
don't get me wrong. I don't think they just care but enough. People still, but steeple people still buy Madden. Yeah, but how do people play buy NBA 2K? 2K is not EA. Isn't it? I thought it was. No. I thought they were NBA 2K is 2K. <laughs> NBA Live was EA. Oh, you're right. 2K is 2K. Give it time. It'll, it'll, I, I hope it's just an overreaction and that the backlash they got ultimately hey. changes their mind. It won't. I know it won't. No, no, it won't. That's what I'm saying is I think too much of the, the gaming industry has gone the EA route, has gone the 2K route, which I know they're two separate, but they're doing things in lockstep. Um, well, they ha well, they're going to come back and say they have to. Yeah, I mean, they got to make some money to cost and blah, 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 blah. If you want good games, we have to make money. It's a lose-lose situation. competitive, blah, 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 then we have to make money. Like, and it doesn't help that there's no other competition, which, no, is a, exactly. which is another issue. Exactly. I mean, 2K needs to make a baseball game again. Yeah, they need some sort of competition and some sort of because what's their name is not fantasy um no 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 the, out of the, oh um who's, out of the park at bat or? out of the park oh at bat i mean yeah. there there's mobile apps like at nine inning at bat yeah but that's not they that's just a mobile game i thought there was like uh i thought there was like a. uh there was like one, there was an arcade one i forget rbi baseball but it was terrible RBI baseball. rbi baseball was awful are they still making games RBI no baseball? no it was that bad that's who i was thinking of if you no, can I miss 2k 2k made great great games i mean to be fair i think since mlb 2k has died has died it uh a lot of what they were doing was picked up by the show i don't but, know <laughs> But then again, there's only so many ways you can do a sports game, like so many modes. Yeah, so it, well, at this point now, most people just want to do like the fantasy aspect where it's like, give me, give me the, you know, past players and future and present guys. And yet you've been trying to get me to download the show. If you don't now because of it, I wouldn't blame you. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not, I'm not, it's not that it's just more like I've got other games that I'm playing both for streaming and for not streaming so it's like i got so many things on my list of yeah what i need I, to i get it it's it's just unfortunate that's all oh yeah so but no um but yeah no other than that you know your, your video popped off on that and you've got a lot of consistent youtube content coming out and you feeling pretty good about all that? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I wish it funneled it down gets, a little bit more, but I, I think it's fun to watch you enjoy you, when you're enjoying your content. That's when you're like really in your wheelhouse. When you're just putting out content because you feel like you need to. That's when I can tell you're a little less like enthused. Yeah. 
I think it's how everybody is, but you know. Yeah, I agree. All right, disappointment number one or disappointment number two? <laughs> well, uh, what's not disappointing is the Angels just took the lead. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm five to four. But, uh, but I mean, we both very well know that the Twins might uh, just continue to pile it on the Angels. Anyways, um, disappointment number two. To the Lakers. <laughs> uh, let's do Lakers last because there's more to dissect there. And with the, I'm guessing disappointment number one is the Angels. Angels suck. Fire Phil Nevin. There you go. I mean, to be fair, they are like hovering right around. I'm gonna smack which you. Is, which no. is better than no. Better than no. last year. No. I I am done being to be fair to Phil Nevin. Name one good thing I'm Phil, ne- name, Phil name, Nevin. Name I'm one good thing Phil, Phil Nevin, Nevin has done. Name one good thing Phil Nevin has done. I dare you. I dare you. Didn't I have a joke before the podcast? Yeah, you did. I, I dare you. Say. I dare you. Name one good thing Phil Nevin has done. Do it. He, 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 what was that? He's, what? He's, what? He's, he's, he's very good to players. He's, wherever that rumor started i don't know and i don't believe it i legitimately I don't, don't believe it i don't know i don't believe it because i heard that dude i'm like based on what is he different like because when he's out there like managing he looks bored i forgot what the joke i was even gonna say was you were gonna defend him and i was like and i said i would ban you Oh man! No, I look. I want you to wait. Where is it? Hold on. Oh wait, wait. I can't defend Phil Nevin. He's not. He's a. I. I look. I won't go as far as you. I won't say he's a bad manager. He is a bad I'll manager. I'll just say. I'll just say he's an average manager. I have notes. I have. I have. I have numbers. I have numbers. Where where do you want me to begin? Where do you want me to begin? Warning, specs rant incoming. When when do you want where do you want me to start? From the top. From the top. All right. Uh okay. So, in 2022 when he took over, the Angels went 46 and 60. Okay? As of right now, the Angels are 23 and 22. Hey, they're above 500. Keep Congratu- this up for the rest of the season. The last second round and Congratulations. And then he'll be around forever. Uh, more numbers that are interesting. As in my notes, last year he was ejected four times, and I think this number hasn't changed. He's only been ejected once this year. He's a, he's a defender of the players. He was ejected four he- times in 106 games. He defends the players. That's no, he why doesn't. Like him. He was ejected once every twenty-five games. He defends. It hasn't been. He's been ejected once in what forty-five. Oh boy! I'm just. I'm just being a. I'm uh, even. Being a I know. Jerk. I know. Even more. Here we go. Even more. Uh, where was it? I had more stats where it was like his aggressive. So. This one's. I found this one rather interesting. If you look up on Baseball Reference, you can look up 
um, how often managers called for uh, like aggressiveness on the base pads, like steals and stuff. Joe Madden was about a 25% clip. Phil Nevin's closer, like five or something like it. The number there is insanely is ridiculously low. I do. I do agree. That that's a really bad, especially this year with the pitch clock. Yeah. Phil Nevin really making like, adjustments to it. It should be closer to like, yeah, he's not, percent. he's not that. That's another one. Um, Tonight's a prime example. Odd times to make picking changes. He shouldn't have pulled Reed today. He shouldn't have pulled Reed Detmers around the hunter pitch mark. That was a stupid move. Turgent blew it. He's done this all the time. He either he'll constantly say one thing and then immediately like not act upon it uh, in the game. He's done that multiple times. Uh, I, so the aggressive style seems like every time it, it just seems like the team itself has been playing very passively. They're not attacking balls. You see it costly defensively. They are the worst team in the league defensively. Uh, that needs to be addressed. And a lot of that I blame him for. I just flat out that's on him because they're playing so incredibly passive. They're not attacking balls. They're not doing anything. And it's like horrendous. Um, another another thing. We've had multiple instances of pitchers tipping pitches and not his coaching staff not noticing it. It's been players, whether it be Shohei Otani, Mike Trout, and the funniest one, I think, by far, was Ho everyone was saying Jose Suarez was tipping pitches. Him and his staff flat out said, no, that was not the case, and basically said he just sucks, which is by far the funniest goddamn thing I've heard ever is when you give, when you actually actively have an excuse that everyone's assuming, you're the one who says, no. He just sucks. Uh, last year, Reed Detmer slider. I think that was actually probably more of just someone saw something different, but that was that instance that he had to be sent down and Carlisle had to fi fix it in a just plain catch with the grip. Didn't could have done that here. And also I said this prior, it goes back to play on the heels, the lack of players just looking like they don't care or have drive. Um, that that's, Oh, uh, He's failed last year. He's failed this year. They're underperforming, and there's way too much to lose with this stupid little butthurt little wannabe Aaron Boone. Fire him. I don't disagree with your conclusion. I will say I could give him a um, until Walsh and uh, Rendon come back off the IL, um, and they both seem to be fairly close to that because Walsh could be back we have not Saturday. Yet had this team at, at full strength, yeah, no, but we yeah we haven't been back at full strength. Rendon, I think, is even pretty getting pretty close to making his return. So I think that necessarily matters because if your entire argument is oh they're not at full strength, okay, cool, they're not at full strength, but neither is like the Dodgers, neither is like a lot of teams, and they're not having yes, yes, but but they're the not Dodgers, having the same issues. You're comparing the Dodgers who have a crap ton more depth. It's not even a matter of depth. It's a matter of performance. Yeah, I mean, it is. But I mean, like, also, like, we're saying you're saying, well, the Dodgers aren't at full strength. But the Dodgers with fill in players are better than the Angels with all their players playing at their best level. My point being is at some point it doesn't everyone's going to be hurt. Not everyone's going to have their full fledged roster out there. It's not 
It's a matter of, okay, who do we have I, I available? I don't I, I said I agreed with your conclusion. But you're trying to say the depth's better. The depth doesn't matter. As long, if, you're, if you have Trout, here's the problem I'm, that we've had for the last few years. Trout, If Trout and Otani are healthy, how much more do you need? Yeah, they need help, but they don't need quality. They don't need another 30 home run guy. That's that's been the argument the entire time is oh we need Trout Rendon we need Trout Otani Rendon healthy we haven't had that this year you know we have other guys who can fill those voids so what's the problem I, here I, I don't disagree but but like the players they have filling those voids are different players in terms of team chemistry are different players in terms of uh, approach to the plate compared to who um, well I mean. Here's the big thing is for me is Walsh. I Rendon no, I I'm, I, I get done that much for me this season. No, I understand but, that if you want to say like, Walsh hey, wait for is, Walsh. Walsh is like a big piece of glue in terms of team. At, chemistry. Yeah, at first base. Yeah, I know. I, I agree. Play. I think the team will definitely play uh, a bit more together when he comes back. No, I get that. But, but what I not and I so all I'm saying. I, all I'm saying before you cut me off and tell and then did try to needle into my point that it's only like halfway formed. I, all I'm saying is I'm not saying don't fire Matt or not Matt, uh, don't fire Nevin until uh, until this happens. I'm just saying I'm not completely sold on this being the team that we're going to get this season, even if Nevin is allowed to stay in the in the manager's chair based on what based on the fact that they haven't had the full team yet you've had the team you've had the team at 98 percent. based on the fact and based on the fact that we haven't gone through like a trout hot streak uh, uh otani hot streak we've had them like occasionally doing some good stuff but like neither of them has really gotten hot <laughs> I'm just saying I'm not completely sold on this just being a 500 team, even with Nevin in the manager's chair. Let me ask you a question. When you look at Trout, at, would you say his year, I, and I, I, I know the numbers. Do you think Trout's been playing well this year? Trout and um, Otani, do you, would you say they've been playing at their, cow, based, based at their level? Based on, I'm just saying, based on the eye test, strictly what you've seen in in like the 50 or so games. No, Trout has not been playing as well as he could. Okay, uh, he's, he's he's still a good player. Um, what, what he's been doing. Okay. Um, Otani's been decent enough at the plate, but his past several pitching outings have not been great. So I want to I want to tell you something hilarious. And if you, I, I'm trying, I'm not shelling myself when I say this. When it comes to Trout this year, I don't get it. I flat out don't. So, for whatever reason, he can't hit with runners on when it's not a clutch situation. And it makes no sense whatsoever. None. None at all. And that's all. And that's all I've been seeing. It's like, oh, Trout can't hit in the clutch. And it's like, no, he actually can hit in the clutch. It's just every other point outside the clutch. When there's somebody in scrimmage, he can't hit, and it makes no sense. I think the weird thing for me with Trout has been um, 
has been there's been a lot of pitches. I mean, maybe this has always been an issue, and I just was ignoring it because he could do other things really well. But like, all if a pitcher has two strikes on Trout, where do they need to pitch it to strike him out? Where they pitch it to strike it out? Up in the zone. Up in the zone, right down the middle, even. Trout's not hitting fastballs right in the right down Broadway. I've wondered this, and I don't. I've had this talk with Tim a lot, where I, I have a weird hunch, but I don't have the numbers anywhere, and I don't know where to look to find it when it comes to how they pitch him. But I have a funny suspicion that his other hitters have sort of done this too, where it's almost like they kind of forego the fastball a little bit and want to hit a slider. And I don't necessarily know if that's how the sequencing has gone against him, but I do find it. I found it interesting and it sort of goes back to the Otani at the, the, the Otani when it was Otani versus Trout. When it came to though, when it look at that sequencing, it was a lot of hard fastballs and mainly sliders, and the pitch that got him was a slider. So I'm wondering if they're just sort of like they're not going to throw the fastball because the whole thing is is what the fastball is. Eventually, he'll time it. <laughs> He's going to time it, but the question is: is a matter of is he looking for? Is he looking for like sliders and because he's looking for a break on it, he can't, he's not pulling the trigger on it because it's straight or what? All I know is it seems like he's just striking out on a lot of right in the zone fastballs that he should be just at least smacking for doubles. I I wonder, see, and that goes back to what I was saying. I wonder if it's just a weird optical illusion. I'm also just I'm also just curious if if all Trout really needs to do is like I think Trout has gotten to this point in his career where he realizes he has a good power. Like he's a good you know, a good bat for power. But like it seems like he's he it, what it used to be, at least this is what I remember, with Trout back in like 2014-2015, back like towards the beginning of his career, a lot of the home runs he was hitting weren't big you know big arching home runs they were missiles he might be doing more wall. launching like a more of a launching yeah, i'm wondering if he's doing a lot like he's he's coming up at the ball too he much might more be. now and if he needs to shorten his swing up a little bit because here's the funny thing is if you're like just looking at his numbers at a glance he's still hitting 280 on uh on base 370 he's his slugging's down is down a little bit um, at this point, it's 524. Uh, last year, it was 630, but we're only at 42 games. The only comp, I would say, is 2020 when it was where he, uh, in 53 games, he was at 17 home runs at 46 RBIs, slugging 603. At 42, 43 games, at 42 games, according to baseball reference, um, He's, you know, he's hovering around two, you know, average is about the same, but on base and slugging are way down and on base with slugging is also way down. I don't know what, <laughs> it, what's going on or, or anything, but like, like I said, sort of comparing it to like the COVID shortened year, uh, in with what nine, 
nine game, 11 or nine. Yeah. 11 games to go. He's off that pace, which I know doesn't mean a whole lot, but he's off that pace by seven home runs, almost, you know, 20 ish RB, 23 RBI, you know, a good amount of walks strikeouts are about the same. I mean, he's still good. It's just, it, it's just, I, I, I don't know. I, I can't tell you. It's weird. Yeah, well, I mean, here's part of what I was saying is like, I think it once Shohei and Trout settle in a bit better. I know we're a month and a half into the season already, so I shouldn't be waiting too long. Um, but the fact is, is what I'm, what I've been saying is. They're 500, and they've got they've got some of their top guys not performing to their elite status, and I and and to 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 an elite ability that I think they still have. I agree. Again, I agree with your conclusion. Let's fire Phil Nevin. Let's get somebody hired that is. Let's get somebody hired, and then the point I've been making in weeks is let's get somebody hired that's Perry's um guy. That is somebody who, who I don't know if it necessarily needs to be like the Scott service to Jerry DePoto type thing where it probably Scott will be service is literally Scott service is literally the, like the puppet of Jerry DePoto. Um, it might be, but, and I mean, maybe that's what, maybe that's what the angels need. Cause I think really like if there's anybody I trust in this, in this organization, it's Perry, Perry Menagian. Manassian, however you say it, whatever. Um, but if there's anybody I trust in this organization, it's him. He he's got a good baseball mind. He's he's been able to build a good team while being hamstrung. Um, you know, makes it. We'll see. But anyways, so but I like I said, the silver lining in all of this is. They're a 500 team. You know, you're way and more positive than I am. That's just who I am. <laughs> I I think it's because I'm more pragmatic than you are. You tend to be more pessimistic. I tend to be more pragmatic. I try to just look. Have, a lot of people have tried to say I'm a I'm a I'm an optimist, but like if you've listened to me in weeks past, like. I complain all crap sorts of things about the Angels. I am more than willing to pile on on Phil Nevin on Artie Moreno and how he should sell the team. Like we we know this. It's not that I'm uh, an optimist. I'm just a pragmatist. I think so. I'm try. I think my whole thing is I try to look for answers like in the numbers, and the numbers say one thing, and my eyes say another thing. So it's sort of like which one's true and which one's not true. And that's sure. and that's kind of the I think the bigger problem is sure. is like well which what you know which is true is it the numbers or is it my eyes you know both can't be right you know yeah I get you like argumentatively it's got it you'd think it's the you know, the math doesn't lie but yeah I don't know it's uh. I'm partially keeping hope just because that's the only way I'm going to make it through the season. Um, so I, we'll I, see don't know. I, if I'm wrong, I'm okay with it. Cause it means the angels are doing well, 
but it's just one of those bits where I'm like, I've seen this song and dance before and I'm tired of it. Yeah, but this is different than the past few seasons. It's just, it feels like it's headed in the same direction anyways. It feels like it's headed in the same direction and it seems like we're just going to, we're, we're going to lose a lot more because of it. Yeah. Because of, because of like indifference on people's parts. Sure. Sure. Where it's like, um, which is, which is a problem because you know how, you know, you bang the drum for however many years and nothing gets done. Ultimately, when we approach the trade deadline, if the Eagles are still kind of playing the song and dance and still hovering, I assume they will that area. I mean, yeah, but I'm just saying, assuming that, uh, obviously you're assuming they will. I'm just saying, assuming that, do you trade Otani? If you're if you're Perry, and you can get the approval from what are you gonna Marty. get? See, this is this is what I've been pondering the entire time. Look at look at look at what the Mar- or look at what the uh, Mariners gave up to get uh, what's his butt last year. Yeah, yeah, but he had year. He still has years of control. What are you oh, gonna no, do? No, no, no. Sorry, I was thinking Padres Juan Soto. Years, but he still had years of control. Otani's a somebody, rental. There was somebody that got traded last year that was like, not as a rental. Not as a rental. I mean, you, you I, Juan Soto was I, a blockbuster, but Juan Soto had I like two and a half years believe, of control. I more than believe you could still get a good, a good price. Yeah. Okay. But time. okay. Let okay. Let, let let's play this out. At, at this point, let all right. Let let's. Yes, it's not going to be the price that you would have gotten. No, 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 no. But but here, but, ago, but no, no, no. But here's my point. This is my question. Is let's say the Yankees say, "Hey, we want Otani." Let's say we're under. Let's say we're ten games under five hundred, and the Yankees say, "Hey, we want Otani," and they're only willing to get. So, like, what's a? What do you want? Like, what? What do you want? What do you think's fair for? Uh, an August and a September of Otani. Guaranteed, guaranteed two months. What do? You, what? Do, what are you as? Brian Cashman giving up because this is ultimately this is this is ultimately where why I'm why my answer is the way it is. What are you giving up? What what's your offer? What's my offer? For what's your Otani? offer? What's your or, offer for Otani? What is? Am I coming from the Angels' perspective? No, you're coming. The... You're call. You're call. You're Brian. You're you're the Angels. You're the Yankees GM, and you want Otani. What what do you what are you offering for? For the Dre deadline, I th- I want to say he's August first, so two months, sixty days ish of Otani. What are you offering? What What do you think's fair for Otani? You don't have to name names. Just Just be like, just give me like what in terms of like their top thirty prospects. What you think is fair? And mind you, it's I just just give me what you think's fair from major league roster to prospects. What do you think's fair? You don't need to name names. You can literally just be like, "All oh, you can just you can say." I mean, it partially depends on where you're at as the Yankees. I'm you're, a, you're, if, if this is if this is what you think could push you over, they Brian think Cashman okay. They're calling this Brian Cat. This could push me into a World Series. You think this, this is a World? The next few years. No, no. This is a. This is you saying. We're we're confident we're gonna win the World Series not only this year, but we're confident we're gonna re-sign him. 
That's how confident you are. What are you giving up? If and I mind you, and, it's, if and I, I believe that if I believe that it's and I want hold on, between, wait, 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 if time. I believe that it's a difference between a surefire wait, world series, I want to point. I want to make this point too. I, no, no, I'm just making this point because I I did a bad job of saying this. Mind you, if you win the World Series, if if the if you make this, if you as the Yankees GM win the World Series doing this, it doesn't matter because you won a World Series. You could literally trade away the whole goddamn team, but you won a World Series. I just want to throw that out there. If I as Cashman believe that this is the difference between between yeah, twenty seven title twenty seven surefire World Series and not. And maybe a World Series based on the current roster, but like it currently it doesn't seem like the Yankees are currently headed in that direction. You think um, you think Aaron Judge hit you think you think Shohei Otani hitting behind Aaron Judge propels you to a World Series win? What do you give up? Maybe a couple of prospects and Okay, where and and, and, are, a, and a trade kicker. Okay. Are these top prospects? No, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't trade anybody in my top ten. I'm hanging up the phone. That's why. I'm hanging up the phone. If you call me and say, "Hey, I'm giving you two mid-level prospects," and I would either I'd either give you two mid-levels or one high-end prospect. That's not enough. You're hanging up, or Perry's hanging up. Perry's hanging at up. At this point, at this point, if you're Perry, Perry's you're hanging up. Like, look, we're not going anywhere. No, Perry's hanging up. Why? Because why? Because here's the thing. This is the problem, and this is why I think they're not going to trade him. And it's not coward. Is it cowardice? Yeah, it's partially cowardice. But the problem is, you can't quantify what that per- what he is worth. There's no way in how to quantify it. Because if he's if 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 the Yankees called him, if I'm Perry, I'm going. I'm getting. I want Anthony Volbeat. I want. I want. Anthony Volbeat, I want Perret, I want their two top prospects. I'm taking everything I can from them. Because he's worth it. That's the bar. And it's like, are you going to get it? No, absolutely not. But that's what he should be worth. And if they trade him off for what you said, like, oh, you know, one high in prospects, that's not enough. Because at this point, you're giving away a dr- Because at this point, you're better off but, taking the draft pick. You're better off getting but, the draft pick compensation. I, I guess I see where you're coming from on that. But because why? Why would I take? Why am I taking a kick tire on some the something the Yankees clearly don't value when I can just scout and get a guy I see with my scouts that I trust over what this guy says? That's the problem. Yeah. How many mystery oh, boxes I, I do you want? No, but here's here's the thing. I don't think that that's a hundred percent how it's going to go. There's going to be a market for Otani. I would be shocked if the deal gets done for Otani. There's no way because there's no there's no price that you're not any of those teams. Are you're play. not thinking of a, you're not thinking of a card that the Angels will hold in this, which is which is the Angels. I I am more than positive if 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 at, by this point, the Angels have probably had extension talks galore with Otani, and and I would I just ask once once we get to that point where Otani's like, okay, I got to close these conversations. I'm gonna go look, Otani. 
I'll still take the do draft you, pick. Do you want to? Do you want to stay with us beyond this year? I still take the draft pick. I don't see why. Because that's the whole. Because the whole point is, it's sort of, it's like the NBA lottery at this point. Why you, no other? No, no, no. But that's what I'm saying. I don't see why you don't just then put them up for auction. Because you're not going to get the value. I. You're not gonna. You're not gonna yeah, but is one first round draft pick really worth Otani? That's the other question you're asking. Is two mid level prospects worth Otani? But what no no, but what you're comparing is but what you're comparing is, is like okay, but what I'm talking about is I'm talking about I'm talking about what I'm saying is You're saying I want you want two mystery boxes. You want more than one mystery box. No, 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 no. You want more mystery boxes. What I'm saying is no, what I'm saying is like give me two or three prospects that you that the Yankees believe in. And that they're not gonna give you what they believe in. It doesn't matter. That's the problem. What I'm saying is is I don't know that that's true. It but the whole thing is but 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 You're missing the the point. The angels could go the Angels could go to the the Yankees and say, "Look, yeah, you're offering me, t- you know, your number eleven and number fifteen prospects on your chart, but the uh, Rays over here offered me the number eight and six. Yeah, that does it. The, the, my point is, it's like the NBA. But that's it, what I'm saying is, that's what I'm saying is, that I think you're ignoring. I'm not ignoring I it. My point ignor- is, my you're po- saying you're saying take one first round draft pick that. Based on how the Angels are playing, Let me, okay, based hold on. on how they'll play in the next couple of years, is probably going to wind hold up on. more in like. I'm going to ask you another hold on. guy who's in the same realm. Let as me these wait, 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 wait. Hold on. They could get from other teams. Hold on, hold on. Where they could get more than one. Hold on. Th- let me ask you this question: When it comes to just acquiring assets, okay, in, in any sport, what what's the better way to acquire assets? Assets that that you yourself as an organization have assigned value to or you take the word of what another organization has placed value on and that you hope that the scouts who have been there for a week or two can evaluate that fast versus what every other sport does which is when they acquire assets all they're doing is they're taking the assets in the form of draft compensation because that window to scout is way bigger than you have. Like you have months. Look, I think the, I just think the angels could get more value than a first round draft. pick. But the problem is at the end of the day, it, it, whether it's the draft, a trade, it's all mystery boxes. And I, and I guess realistically, if you're having the thing of, well, yes, I'm it's getting all worse than Otani. I know, but, but if you know Otani's leaving in the off season, then why not trade him for some value? Yeah, but but uh, but again, it's coming down to three mystery boxes to one mystery box, and you're and what are the odds that the three one of the three hit? You're forgetting that also in that I was including at least one player of value as, as like a trade kicker because you can't. I, I'm hesitant to say that that would work. I don't see it. I I don't see it because they should have done it last year and they didn't. I think that I think there's look. Artie's too much of a coward. Va- look, look is the va- now yeah. That's the that's the real like. 
if you're the angels and I, what my but what my proposal was was if you're Perry and you have approval from Artie, you're not going to get it. But the assumption was if you could get approval from Artie to make a trade to say, hey, I'm going to take him out on the open market and get the best freaking deal possible. I think you could easily create a, a market where you're saying, hey, Yankees, Ray's over here offering this. Hey, Yankees, Padres Maybe. over here offering this. Hey, Yankees, Mariners Maybe. over there offering this. Like, I mean, that's it's possible. I just... It it's so hard to quantify. This is, I think, the MLB's biggest problem is unlike the NBA, especially the NBA, is it's so incredibly difficult to quantify asset acquire. Like it, it's hard to just acquire assets because there's no way to actually do it. Because you could acquire all the assets in the world and all of them are gonna fall flat in their face. In the NBA, you acquire a team, you acquire six first round draft picks. You'll hit at least on one or two, unless you're the 76ers. But I mean, for the most part, you get, you're going to hit gold somewhere. The MLB, you're not, you're not going to necessarily hit it. And that's the problem. Here is what I do think will happen. If Moniak continues to increase his value, he's going to get offloaded for somebody. That's the only thing I can hope for is that he's going to get offloaded for somebody and maybe another player him and another player might get you some like immediate like rental even with value and then you could maybe maybe plug that guy in as I, a pitcher. I hope they end up sort of being buyers or it's like they can Definitely offload. Think, yeah, it's gonna have to happen because like you said, or it's like, he doesn't want to trade. Or it's like you can offload be- like get Suarez right enough to like offload Suarez and like somebody well, else. Because it's like well, you, be really you need to fix you need to fix this. And it's like, you're muddling, I guess, re- hypothetically, if it's like we're muddling 500 and we're trash. What would be really wild is if we got, um, is if we got what Trout gave us again with Shohei, where we talk about this like he's going. I, I and mean, then, it, and then just shortly before the contract extension deadline, he's like, well, there's no, there's no, there's no extension deadline. And- they can kind of sign it whenever. Oh, I, I wasn't sure with, with baseball. I, I know yeah. basketball. Basketball, there is. I don't think there is one. So. There's no deadline. So, but like, you know, you approach like a certain point in the season and show he's just like, I want to be an angel for life. He just might. Like I, it, it comes. I mean, I'm not saying that's what's going to happen. I'm just saying we keep discussing this, but like we had the same discussions with Trout when Trout came up for his contract. I mean, I think it's the ways Trout maybe should have left. Um, I was glad yeah. he didn't. I was very grateful he didn't. I I love Trout for that, but um, and I hate that the I hate that Artie has continued to own the team and waste away Trout's I wanna, years. And, can, can and I, I even have a coworker? I even have a coworker who's come up to me, um, who who's come up to me multiple times and said, "I hate that you guys are wasting Renfro." <laughs> That's a good one. Because he loves Renfro. You want to know? Like, it's funny. And I don't know if you caught this. I don't. You get. You don't get to see like the pregame, the pre and post games, do you? Because you have. I could if I. It could if I watched on on the app. Well, the pregame, not. I, I think the post game cuts off after a certain point. But so, you notice how they moved it from in front of the, underneath the hats to on the field. Yeah, everybody hates. No, you game. know. You know what happened when <laughs> you know what you know what fans were chanting after during one of those. Sell the team. Yep. 
and magically after that home that homestand back, they were no longer under the hats. They've been on the field ever since. There's just so much. I, and I've mentioned it before. There's so much wrong with what Artie's doing. The fact that our radio guys are still still there, yeah, commenting road games from Angel Stadium yep. is ridiculous. It's, it, there's no COVID reason for it. There's it's just no, laziness. No, it's, it's just it's just wanting to make a. It's wanting to save a quick buck. Yep. And it's stupid. All right. And let's it shows how bad Artie is at running this team. Let's let you rant. All right. What? Well, let's talk the Lakers. They're down 0-2. I know you've got some thoughts. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna put my feet up for this one. Go LeBron for it. James has been very frustrating the past couple of games. Um, uh, there are multiple things I get tired of with him. Him continuing to jack. Like, look. What happens with LeBron is he continues to. He quits. You know the Lakers. The well, the Lakers will get close, and instead of taking a a high percentage layup or or even passing the ball off to reeves who he knows can shoot better than he can or even d'angelo russell who even when he's cold can at least get hot mm-hmm. lebron is not gonna get hot he's missing okay. easy layups he's missing all his threes i just him and anthony davis are the reason we 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 are we are a few plays from being up to oh rather than down to oh and Do I have to say something? <laughs> Do I no, have, no. Oh. I mean, if you want to, you can. can um, I, oh, I got my one comment is I think CJ, if you see this, and I hope you see this one bit, Mike Malone's comments after Game Two were the biggest load of was the biggest crock I've ever heard in my entire life. What? 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 What national broadcast is he listening to? I did not hear anyone give the Lakers credit for any of what they did in the second half. It was all Jokic talk. What the hell is he talking about? Was Fox like being like, you know, the Lakers could come back because ESPN was like, Jokic is an animal. What is he talking about? Yeah, no, um, I think they heard, you know, I think, I think, um, Nick Wright or one of those guys. Oh, well, Nick Wright. The effect, yeah, no. but the whole thing is with Nick Wright. This is and the, the funny. Did make the point of like, oh, the Lakers did kind of. But that was a point. But that, but that's a fair point. Is that they yeah, did? No, no, no. Nobody, nobody. But nobody. What I heard nobody say was the Lakers are easily going to win game Mm-mm. two. Look at how the Nuggets played the second half. But Nick, what the, they said was game two is definitely going to be a lot closer because mm-hmm. the Lakers were able to show up in the second half. But Nick, and right. Guess what? It was. it was almost exactly correct. Minus so taking out a Jamal Murray, which that's not going to happen every game. Taking out a Jamal Murray, getting hotter than boiling hot lava. Um, that can't sustain, right? Is it, you, is it a worry? That's not going to happen every fourth quarter. No, it's not. It's just not. And and Jokic is not gonna. Jokic is not gonna push you through that. The the only thing that got the Nuggets to the win was Jamal Murray getting super hot. Which give him credit. He, he had. He hot. was going him to. Brown. Him and Brown got hot. Which they're gonna get hot, but they're not gonna stay hot. They're not Steph Curry. No. Is and it? so I I honestly believe at the very least the Lakers win the next two games. I'm I'll, obviously by the time this is posted. We'll, we'll game, know what Saturday game four, was like. Yeah. We could be, we could already be down three zero by the time this is posted. Is 
Um, can I? Can I, I, can I, be I very I, wrong. This is the one thing I found interesting, and I don't know if it's I'm. And I try to watch. Like I wasn't really. I was watching it with Tim. I I try not to like watch games through a fan's lens to the chagrin of CJ. I I don't. The Angels I get more passionate about because I know the sport. But like a lot of times I try to just sort of like watch and observe as much as I can. But I will say this about Jokic. The man flails around like an inflatable flailing arm guy. I, really, I don't understand. What, really, what, what really is he doing? After LeBron flopped and got that call. Yeah, Jokic started like flailing Jokic, like a, Jokic literally like he barely got touched. It was like, oh, I'm dead. Yeah, like, Jokic dude. was flailing a lot, like, and I'm just, it, it was, like, every time he got hit, he was, like, flailing. I'm like, what is, what is going on? Like, yeah, LeBron no, I, got, put, the whole thing is with Jokic, and this is, even CJ's admitted this, it's like, Jokic sometimes forgets how big he is. Like, LeBron might have acted a little bit on that, but Jokic, al- Jokic almost killed a Morris a brother. Aura. Yeah, he got a forearm. Jokic, Jokic at least gave him a forearm for him to take the pushback into. When yeah. you watch the re- replay on LeBron, like he's LeBron not, he's not throwing. Touched it. him, and Jokic was like, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah, and I was like, "Dude, come on!" The but the other thing I noticed that besides the, you know the flailing of Jokic was there's a lot the Nuggets get away with a lot of like push off jumpers that the Lakers don't, especially Murray. He oh yeah, that's I and, I and I mind you, I watch like I we lived with Kobe. But it's almost like they're like leaning in, like it's almost like a like an offensive pass interference a lot of times where it's like they try to get the separation by pushing off and no one calls it. Yeah, you know I you're also, in a bad I, you know you're in a bad spot when Van Gundy's telling you the is trying to defend the say the Lakers are getting gypped on calls. Well, I mean, did, what did you think of the uh, the flagrant? I thought it was weak. Uh, I thought that was I, a horrible call. I thought there Russell was came in and he clearly on the replay you can see him clearly go in for the ball. I I he think barely they, gets a little bit of head and it was like I made the what comment are you talking about. I made the comment in game one. I thought the Nuggets got away at the flagrant and no one really brought it up. No, yeah, in I, game one. So I I I don't understand it. I don't I don't necessarily. I, I hate it when I agree with Draymond when he's just like soft, but I'm like that's not a flagrant. Yeah. Yeah, like no, I, I, I look, I, the Lakers lost the first two games. I will not blame the refs, and I, and I've made that clear anytime I've talked trash about the refs in these in the playoffs. Anytime, anytime after a game where I go, oh well, the refs were pretty bad. I don't go, the refs were pretty bad, and the Lakers lost because of it. No, I go, the refs were pretty bad, but the Lakers still lost. lost. They lost. Yeah, I, I I sort of agree. I think if you're trying to if you're trying to articulate a point in your excuse, your go to excuse is, well, the refs blew it for us. Like, no, if no, you can't overcome Lakers a couple been, bad calls, the Lakers have the Lakers have been losing because they've been losing. Yeah, they've been losing because they just they're trying to rely on they're trying to rely on a 38 year old LeBron James and Anthony Davis who can't who is too inconsistent instead of giving it up to guys who like. Reeves who can get hot at a moment's notice and all and like Rui and all these other guys, you're sort of playing through your stars, but it's almost yeah. like they feel like they have to, cause that's what Denver can do play through Murray and Jokic. But it's like, if you have guys who can shoot, let them shoot to, to quote, I think Eddie house was like shooter shoot, you know, I honestly think 
the the Lakers need to always have two shooters in. So put like Reeves and Walker or Reeves and um even like if Russell's hot, put him in. If uh I mean I'll, the, I'll, the, the, um what's his name hasn't even gotten that much playing time. The guy they got from the Jazz, um Yeah, uh Monk. Yeah. But with even so it's like I, there's some there's some three point shooters they've got that it's like I'll give you let them get in there and get hot then despite despite the Lakers losing I will I I'll give credit where credit is due I think Darwin 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 what's his name Ham Darwin Ham I think Darwin Ham is a hell of a coach I think he's great at making the adjustments I think the problem is it's like you can't you you can't defend guys who get hot and that's the that's been the Lakers problem. Is yeah. it's like you're trying at those points you're just trying to to like weather the storm a lot of times but it's rough to weather the storm when it's like you're trying to like it feels like you have to match shot for shot or it's like oh hey we don't we can just score quick twos but it's like when you're not when you're not getting the benefit of like <sighs> you're you're getting you're not getting the charge calls you need you're not getting like the blocking calls you need every time like ad plays the rim it's like goal 10 and no one wants to like look at it because god forbid the refs get a call wrong and guys on espn like steve javi who's an absolute loser and shouldn't be judging officiating and all this stuff where it's just it, it's it gets old very fast here's what i here's what i think the lakers really need to do and and they would have won the Matt Lavelli's game two um maybe even a little bit of game one um they need to stop trying to match three for three and if if you see if you see Murray heating up like so like it, 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 at the very least in the case of when the Lakers were ahead Murray got hot and they started trying to match his threes what they needed to do was just Go down, get the best shot possible. It can be a three, yeah, but get your best shot possible, which I think honestly most of the time is going to be going to the rim. Stop shooting mid-range jumpers. Stop shooting threes that you're not going to make. Try to get to the rim as much as possible. If you need to kick out every once in a while and try to get a three that way, then do that. But it's like I think if you were if you replaced a lot of those missed threes where they're trying to match the Nuggets with twos. They would have had an extra ten points. Yeah, I think that would have been the ones with the lead at the end of the game. I think that's a lot of times what happens. Maybe I like I said, I'm no basketball expert, but it does sort of feel like I, I know they're not comparable, but I remember like the the Suns where it almost was like if you got in a shoot or than the Warriors where it's like if you got in a shootout of threes, you were gonna lose. Yeah. The best way to beat yeah, them is exactly. play your game. Exactly, exactly. And it's just like, so that's what I, they need to do. maybe, I mean, maybe it was because it was on the road and Denver's, Denver was, Denver's loud. It's been loud. I Here's, here's, here's what I think could definitely happen, could easily happen. The Lakers rattle off four wins and win the series in six. No, they could. Also, what I think, based on, that's just based on what I've watched from the second half of the first game and the second game i think that could easily happen the lakers could rattle off could 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 uh tighten some things some loose ends and could rattle off four wins and go to the finals mm-hmm. Here's what i also think could easily happen they get swept denver wins two of the next three i think that's likely i think it, as of right now if, if things don't change 
if it's going this, it's a gentleman's sweep, and it, it ends what Wednesday. I don't, I don't see it going any less than five. I don't yeah. see Denver sweeping, but no, that's what I'm saying. I think it'll be a gentleman's sweep. Yeah. I, I guess at this point, you're looking at a Nuggets Heat series because I, I think I said I've been saying I think I said this last I mean, week. I don't see I'm Tatum on the Celtics, huh? Yeah, they're Peter up 2-0. 2-0 the I don't I don't see Tatum winning a ring in Boston. I think last year proved that. LA. I don't think he's even I, I don't think Tatum I don't think Kobe guy. He likes Kobe. <laughs> if he comes to LA extend Kobe's legacy. <laughs> I mean, do you do you think Tatum Davis would win the I don't even I don't even think Tatum late Davis wins him a title to be like gets Tatum a ring, to be honest with you. Uh, I mean, it depends who you have surrounding him. But that, because like Tatum Davis and and a re-signed Reeves or something, I don't know. Like I said, I don't think he's gonna win a title in Boston. I don't. I think it'll be five <laughs> games there. I think right now you're looking at Nuggets Heat, and I swear to God, Denver has to win that series. I'm I I'm not sold on that. Let's see. It Let me feels see like it tomorrow. So it may be that by Monday, by the time this is posted, I'm like, yeah, it's definitely Nuggets Heat. Um, it feels like it. By Monday rolls around, and I'm like, I'm like, hey, Lakers are looking up. I mean, I like I. I'll say that the positive side is it's like game one and game two could have been a hell of a lot worse, and ultimately it comes down to one bad half in game one and one bad six minutes in game two. So what do you? So it's ultimately like, can you overcome? I, I stand by my pick. I still think Nuggets and six. Um, we'll see. Like I said, I, it, I'm honestly not sold on not the Lakers and six. So I the only reason I said Lakers and six is I thought they take one in Denver. And they still could. They still could take five. We'll see. I mean, I guess I I guess hypothetically, if we we're looking at it the way it's always sort of gone, it's like. It really comes down to can they take the two at home? If they take the two at home, then it's all null because then it's just like it it goes back to where it was. So if they come, if they take two, if they go back to Denver, tied at two, then I think I'd feel better because then it just feels it'd just be like, okay, it's they got at least we're going back to LA. Hopefully we'll be up three. But I don't, I think we'll be down three, three, two and six, but it, yeah. it, it, that, that's where I'm at. I'm, I'm not waving the towel. I think there's plenty to like, but it's just like, how many times can you, how, how many times can you fumble it before it's just like, okay. <laughs> yeah. You had you you won a title because you were rested, and I guess there's we've reached he's reached the point where he can no LeBron can no longer will will a team to victory. It happened to no, Kobe. yeah, that's and that's the thing. I think he thinks he can, but the thing is, is I think he needs to. But athlete, I mean, we know this. Motivate like motivate other guys to do it for him. We know we know this. Like athletes are incredibly like stubborn. It's not even stubborn. They're like I can't think of the right word. Disillusion, almost like disillusion, like disillusionist to what they are. Sure. Or it's like, like, and LeBron said he can still like 
you know, lead a team, lead it, you know, will a team to victory. I'm sure Kobe would thought the same thing, but it did. It sure as hell seemed like Kobe towards the end sort of knew he couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. Except for that last game against the Jazz. Yeah. But like, maybe because he was like, this is it. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe I shouldn't be comparing LeBron to Kobe because Kobe. Because Kobe. In his career, Kobe was a lot worse than LeBron. Kobe was a lot worse than LeBron, but I think Kobe also knew like if he had to be a spot up shooter, which he kind of did is like, he was still adequate. Yeah. Where it's like LeBron. Yeah. LeBron's playing a whole nother level, but it's like, it's rough when it's, when you, when you see it and they don't necessarily do, which, you know, not, not, not his fault. Cause in his mind, he can still do it. I must rather him think he can than be like, well, I can't. Cause then, then what? Now here is the thing. Look, I get that the I get that LeBron. I get that many Lakers fans are gonna sit here and go, and go. Ah, oh, finals are bust, kind of kind of situation. But uh, I, I I really feel like, regardless of what happens for the rest of the series, the se- the season was successful. Yeah, no, I I mean, you basically redid the roster. You redid the roster oh. and you got to you were in the final four and as a seven seed. And yeah, I mean no, I, and I and I and look, I I'm not a, I'm not, I haven't given up. I the, there's a lot to take away from those first two games. There's I a lot of good and there's a lot of bad. Yet. Even if even I honestly won't be giving up on the Lakers until Denver has won the final game. No, that's fine. Um, even if the Lakers go down three to one, I won't have quite given up on them yet. I'll still be sitting there going, "Well, maybe they could rattle off a few wins." That's well, I mean, they did it. The whole thing is, didn't LeBron three one the three won the Warriors? The, the Warriors. Yeah. So I mean, he's done it before. I don't expect it to happen. I don't, e- no, I don't I either. Be sitting there going, "Okay, maybe Denver in five, but like we'll see." I don't. Um, no, I don't either. But I'm, but it's like I, it's dumb to to be like, well, it's over. I I get it when there's still stuff to see. So, uh, before we close this out, I wanted to share my little uh, Twitter thing that got me. Way oh, too much sure. Attention. Yeah. Way too much t- attention that I was like, oh crap! I didn't want like this. The, the, what did you do? It was do? a passing comment. Um. Anyways, so um, <laughs> I was I was uh. I so Zach Wilson's little brother Isaac Wilson he has chosen his final six. Uh-huh. His final six are UCLA, Arizona State, Utah, BYU, uh, Oklahoma State, and Arizona. Those are fascinating picks. They are really interesting, aren't they? Um, he's he's a really high he's a really highly rated QB prospect. Uh-huh. Um, and so I responded to his tweet with, I'd recommend against Utah. They've been super disrespectful towards Zach, even a few years after he left BYU. But good luck with your selection. I look forward to seeing you at any of these schools, even the U. <laughs> oh, and they took that way too seriously. And um, and so I got, I got retweeted by mm-hmm. a guy oh, boy. who said, well, he said, well, damn. Guess it's all over for Utah after this death blow. I followed him because of that. That's comment. a beautiful comment. Um, I responded just with just I responded with laughing emojis and said just stating my opinion. That's what tw- I thought. That's what or I figured that's what Twitter's for. 
Um, and then another guy said the thread has guys going back and forth with Isaac tagged debating which fan base has been worse to Zach, how much Zach has brought up himself, etc. What a fun thing for a high school kid, a high school kid to have in his mentions. Like he took it way too seriously. And they just one other reminder how much a different life is now versus the past. And I'm like, look, you're taking this a little more seriously than I meant it. Um, That's funny though. And what's funny is he's talking about me and Scott because Scott got in there and he's like, they is in their fans. He's like. BYU isn't isn't either. He like goes on a whole bunch of stuff. It's like how someone said, oh, I opened it up and someone said nerd. Yeah, somebody called me nerd. And I said, got me right. Got got me there right on the nose. And then he said, uh, (laughs) I know, weirdo. Like, it's just like, eh, like, that's fun. Like, whatever. And then one guy said, the disrespect and tweeted (laughs) picture of his visit to Utah (laughs) with his mom. That's his mom? Yeah. No shot. No shot. That's his mom. That is his mom. That is. You know what? I understand Zach Wilson's love of older women. (laughs) I get it now. Oh my gosh. I get it. He's got that dog in him. I'm pretty sure it's his mom. Let me double check this. She. Um, If that's his mom, she looks young. Yeah. No, that's his mom. Wow. Okay. That's Lisa Wilson. What are they putting the water in Utah? God damn. And so he, res- he responded, the disrespect, I said, my beast should have worded it more carefully that Utah fans or that Utah fans have been disrespectful towards Zach. I love Whit- Kyle Whittingham. He's their coach. And even a lot of Utah fans, just not lots of what I've read from them about Zach. Said, oh, well, fair enough. Just messing. Um, <laughs> Hold on. But BYU isn't, isn't either. Another guy said, dude, shut the heck up. Quit trying to tell recruits where they should go. This is the ultimate loser fan mentality. Get a life. Well, I mean, like, whole thing is it doesn't make a difference. He can go to Utah. If he doesn't like it, he transfer portals out. He goes to BYU, transfer portals out. He goes to UCLA. He transfer portals out. He goes to Oklahoma State. He's not going to Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State transfers out. Like, it doesn't matter, like, where these guys go, whether they go to wherever, you know, wherever, wherever. It doesn't make a difference. They enter the portal. Cause I'm gonna be, I'll be frank with you. <laughs> I, if I, if I'm, if I'm Isaac, it's BYU, and you, you want to know why? Because who the hell knows where? Well, you know where UCLA. It's it's BYU or UCLA because you have no hell, you have no idea where the three Pac-12 schools are gonna be playing. Yeah. That that's my opinion, and I don't. I have no horse in this. That that's that's my guess is you. You go where you know you're going to play. If you want to play in the Big Ten or you want to play in an independent, like I wouldn't play in the Pac-12. Pac-12 and I sure as shit ain't playing in the whatever that leftover Ohio State conference is. Because they ain't playing playing Oklahoma no more. (laughs) But it got me me a lot more attention than I was. That was hilarious where he's like, all right, good luck. It took it a lot more seriously and I'm just like, Look, this is, this is just me stating my opinion on Twitter. Because I so. mean, it, it, yeah, I I don't I don't think it necessarily matters. Like, yeah, ASU shouldn't be. I agree, Scott. ASU shouldn't be on the list. Uh, <sighs> he probably just he probably only has like two or three schools really, but wants to give like the process. I disagree with Scott on this one, where he says he goes to UCLA, he'll get attacked by USC fans. We don't care. <laughs> I'd even like you'd be like, all right, (laughs) 
see the the whole thing is with the UC UCLA, especially with like quarterbacks, is like if they if they pick one over the other, it's just like all right, you picked wrong, good go go for it, whatever. Like that's all it is. Because at this point, it's like you want to go to you you want to go to UCLA when we got Lincoln Riley, all right? Yeah, my guess is it really comes down to BYU, Utah, and UCLA. Yeah, and it's a matter of where um, does he want to go where his brother went and his you know it's. And like based I said, it doesn't what, matter. Based on what you've we've heard, it seems like I'm. I guess it's either BYU or Utah, just because he Zach, wants to stay. Zach said his advice to him was, "Don't think about going to the like. Don't don't necessarily just go to the best school available. Mm-hmm. Go to the school where you think you can make the biggest like noise. impact." Well, I mean, like I said, but in this in this day and age, it doesn't even matter because he can literally go there one year, if not like it, and transfer to wherever he wants to go. Sure. So it doesn't. Sure. That but I think that's something that that's getting underplayed in the this situation. Thing was everybody just like coming at me like like I was being like yeah welcome welcome to U- overly serious welcome to Utah fans they can't take a joke. Yeah, well, I've already <laughs> known them for a long time. <laughs> yeah, I know you deal with it I more than Utah. I do. I, I actually like outside you traitor of when they play BYU traitor. I, uh, yeah, I know they, you loved it when they, they beat BYU, you. At, I, you loved I it will, when. You loved it when they beat USC twice. I get it. I did. I did. God, I hate them. But, I hate them. And well, I hate, I hate, I hate, Kincaid. I hate Kincaid more than anything. I hate that he went to Buffalo. I don't have to play him anymore, but Buffalo doesn't need that goddamn Frankenstein monster running slant routes. I don't want to see it. I got it. Angers me. Gonna be, you know he's gonna be. You know in five years you're gonna be drafting him in fantasy, right? I'm gonna draft him this year if I can get the chance. I know what that Frankenstein monster is capable of. He's gonna be splitting safeties all day over there. It's awful and I hate it. Yeah. It's uh, horrifying. He's gonna be running slant routes and five yard slants the entire time. Just hitch in. Bam, five yard, ten yards, bam, five, ten yards. I'm gonna hate life the entire time. Cause that because Kyle out because Kyle out got another weapon. Uh, okay. Oh, I hate it. I never want to see him again. Thank God I'm a Colts right. fan. Thank God I'm a Colts fan. Yeah, but watch you're gonna you're, the Colts are gonna get good in a couple of years and meet Bills and he'll hurt me. It'll game. be him hurting and me all over. Kincaid's going to catch a 55-yard touchdown. Probably. Probably. <laughs> the way it goes. Uh, he would still so figure. Back you, I promise. <laughs> Either that or he'll go to the Colts in free agency. Play with uh, uh, Richards. To play with Richardson. Oh, God. I did it. Richardson or uh, Kincaid will be Richardson's uh, I, uh, safety valve. <laughs> I did a rough thing with the Colts, and I had him with 13 wins. <laughs> Even though I said, you know, they could be 11 wins. They only won four games. Saying, eh. better quarterback, <laughs> better quarterback. JT stays healthy. Why not? In a shitty division, eh, they could win 10 games. That'd be bold. That'd be a bold pick. So, I, anyways. A terrible division. That's all I'm saying. All right. Yeah. All right. We're wrapping this up. I'm gonna go cry into a pillow. I'll see you guys. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Eat yeah. your veggies.